Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney, and I just want to share my thought of the day. Um, one of my favorite books that I read often is a book on prayer, but the Celtic prayers. And I just wanted to share this morning about pouring out your heart to your Creator. And I just want to read some of these prayers because they are just so powerful. But there's one that I want to just read first, which is about, you know, confessing your sins to your Father. And I just want to just go through this because it is so powerful. And then I want to look at some prayers to do with faith, confessions of your faith and what you believe. Because I just find some of these prayers just so powerful and they often bring me to tears. So this is the first one. Oh God, my almighty God, humbly I adore you. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are judge of all the earth. You are the redeemer of souls. You are the liberator of the faithful. You are the hope of those who labor. You are the comforter of the downcast. You are the way for those who wander. You are the teacher of all nations. You are the maker of all creatures. You are the lover of everything good. You are the prince of all virtue. You are the praise of your saints, your life eternal. You are joy and truth. You are rejoicing in our eternal homeland. You are light from light. You are the font of holiness. You are the glory of God the Father in the highest. You are the Savior of the world. You are the fullness of the Holy Spirit. You sit at the right hand of the Father, ruling on His throne forever. I ask you for the forgiveness of all my sins, my God, Jesus Christ. You do not want any to perish, but want all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. You, the mouth of God, holy and pure, have spoken it. On that day you converted me. You made the sinner live life and not die. I turn to you and cry out to you, my God, with all my heart, and wish now to confess to you all my sins. My debts are many and are without number. I confess to you, O Lord. My God, that I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven and earth before you and before the company of angels and before the company of all your saints. I have sinned by neglecting your commands and following my own. I have sinned by pride and by envy. I have sinned by stubbornness and greed. I have sinned by arrogance and malice. I have sinned by adultery and gluttony. I have sinned by false testimony and hating others. I have sinned by theft and robbery. I've sinned by blasphemy and by the desires of the flesh. I've sinned by drunkenness and laziness. I've sinned by disputing and by quarrels. I've sinned by false oaths and by anger. I've sinned by finding my joy in the world and in empty things. I've sinned by the cleverness of my own mind. I've sinned by my pain and my grumbling. I've sinned with my eyes and my ears. I've sinned with my nose and mouth. I've sinned with my hands and my feet. I've sinned with my tongue and my throat. I've sinned with my neck and my chest. I've sinned with my heart and my thoughts. I've sinned with my bone and my flesh. I've sinned with my marrow and my kidneys. I've sinned with my spirit and my body. If now there would be your judgment over me for the many sins I have committed, how could I stand? But I have in you a high priest. I confess my sins to you, my God. You are the one without sin. I pray to you, Lord God, by your passion, and by the sign of your cross and by the shedding of your blood, which you yourself gave for the forgiveness of all my sins, I pray to you, Lord my God, Jesus Christ, do not repay me for my sins, but according to your great mercy, teach me, O Lord, according to the indulgence of your justice and mercy. I entreat you, Almighty God, to put your love and fear in me, 
and stir up me in me repentance of my sins and tears for the sake of your name. Make me remember your commands and help me, O God. Erase my iniquities from your sight and do not turn away from my prayer. Do not cast me away from your presence, my God, and do not abandon me, but confirm me in your will. Teach me what I ought to do or say or touch. Defend me, O Lord, my God, against all my enemies, visible and invisible. O Lord, my God, defend me against the spears of the devil and against the angels of hell who suggest and teach me much evil. Do not forsake me, O Lord, my God, and do not leave your poor servant, but help me, O Lord, my God, and make your teaching complete in me. Teach me your will, for you are my teacher and my God, who reigns forever and ever. Amen. This was from the book of CERN, which... Um, that actual prayer and I just find it to be such a powerful prayer because it just it encompasses everything and and I love the way they had this absolute reliance on God and really understood who they were and I think it's something that we forgot as believers today okay, I want to have a look at a few more so our God God of all the people God of heaven and earth sea and rivers God of the sun and the moon of all the stars God of the highest mountain of the deepest valleys God over heaven and in heaven and under heaven. He has his dwelling in heaven and earth and sea and all that is in them. He inspires all. He gives life to all. He surpasses all. He upholds all. He ignites the light of the sun. He surrounds the stars and tells them to shine. He makes fountains in dry lands and dry islands in the sea, the stars to serve the greater lights. He has a son, co-eternal with him, and like him, the son is not younger than the father, neither is the father older than the son. And the Holy Spirit breathes in them, not separate are the father and the son and the Holy Spirit. That's, that's one of St. Patrick's prayers. It's just so powerful. There is no other God, and there never was another, nor will there be any after him, except God the Father, without beginning. From him is all beginning, he upholds all things, and his Son, Jesus Christ, whom together with the Father we testify to have always existed. Before the beginning of the world he was spiritually present with the Father, begotten in an indescribable manner before all beginning. By him all things visible and invisible were made. He was made man, and having overcome death, he was received into heaven to the Father, and the Father has bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in the heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and God. In him we believe, and we await his coming, who before long shall judge the living and the dead. He will render to everyone according to his deeds, and has poured out abundantly on us the gift of the Holy Spirit even the pledge of immortality, who makes those that believe and obey to be the sons of God the Father and joint heirs with Christ. Him we confess and adore, one God in the Trinity of the sacred name. And that's another prayer of St. Patrick's. And these are just all confessions of faith, which when I read them, they're just so powerful because they speak something that I think we've forgotten. And this is the absolute reliance on God. We've become too friendly, I believe, 
I want to read another one, which is one of the prayers from St. Columba, and it goes, O Christ, have mercy on all who believe in you. You are God in glory forever and ever. God help us in all our labors to remedy our sorrows. Hasten to help us. God and Father of those who believe. God, the life of the living. God of all gods. God, the strength of all strength. God and creator of all. God, judge of all judges. God and prince of princes of all the elements. God, true God, true strength of the heavenly Jerusalem. God, King of kings and glory. God, the living God. God, eternal light. God, beyond our words. God, most high and worthy of love. God, surpassing thought. God, great in your patience. God, teacher of those who will learn. God, who made all, the old and the new. In the name of God the Father and his prosperous Son and of the Holy Spirit, I go on the right way. Christ, Redeemer, of the nations, Christ, the lover of the pure, Christ, the fountain of wisdom, Christ, faith of the faithful, Christ, the breastplate of his soldiers, Christ, the creator of all, Christ, the salvation of the living and life of those who have died. He has crowned our army with a host of martyrs, Christ, who ascended the cross, Christ, who saved the world, Christ, who has redeemed us, Christ, who suffered for us, Christ, who descended to hell, Christ, who ascended to heaven. Christ seated with God where no one can accuse. Glory in the highest to God the Father unbegotten. The highest honor to the one only begotten Son. And to the Most High and Holy Spirit let the Amen be sung always and forever. And that was from St. Columba. I'll do another one which is one of the antiphonies of Bangor which Bangor Bay was a place where the, there was 400 years of continual praise and worship, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when that was happening in, in Ireland, people could hear angels singing throughout the entire land from the top to the bottom of Ireland. And it became known as the light of the world because of this. So here's one of the um, just confessions of their faith. We worship you, eternal Father. We call on you, eternal Son. We confess you, Holy Spirit, dwelling in one divine unity. To you, Trinity, we give praise and thanks. To you, one God, we sing in endless praise. To you, Father, unbegotten. To you, the only begotten Son. To you, Holy Spirit, proceeding from the Father and the Son. We confess with our hearts to you beyond all thoughts, surpassing all understanding, to the all-powerful God, we give thanks who reigns now and forever. We rightly bring praise to you, Father of all things. We confess that we dwell with you in every place. To you we give willing service. Hear us and grant our prayers. You reign with your Son and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Another one from the Antiphony of Bengal. There's just so many powerful prayers. I'll read another one. Uh, I believe in Christ who has arisen and suffered the tree of the cross and who was three days in the stone sepulchre, sad for the side of Mary's son and for his white limbs to be wounded with a pointed lance for the guilt of Adam's sin. When the son of Mary was crucified, darkness went over the world. The sun changed its color. The earth did not cease from trembling. The deed which Judas did was a sorrow and a crime through greed and through envy to sell the son of God for silver. While the Son of Mary was in the body with deeds of glory, it seemed to the hosts of heaven that he was not absent from them. Every hardship 
which he suffered from the race of Adam with harshness, was to part us from the devil. Woe then to those who will not believe in him. His birth, his baptism, his crucifixion, his burial without strife, his resurrection, his ascension, his advent. It is right to believe in them. Wow. My own king, king of the pure heavens, without pride, without contention, who did not create the folded world, my king, who did create the folded world, my king ever living, ever victorious, king above the elements, surpassing the sun, king above the ocean depths, king in the south and the north, in the west and the east, with whom no contention can be made, king of the mysteries, who was and is before the elements, before the ages, king, yet eternal. Beautiful his face, king without beginning and without end. There's just so many powerful things in all of this stuff. And I really encourage you to maybe write down some of those prayers or even go and buy this book because it is so powerful. It's called Prayers of the Ancient Celtic Way. And I often read this book and it really moves me because it's a confession of their hearts to the Lord. The, the, the amount of faith that they had in God, the amount of reliance that they had in Him. It's like they knew that they couldn't breathe without Him. And they would pour their hearts out to Him on a daily basis, just fully understanding that without His strong right hand holding them up, they would perish. Because they face so many dangers and so many trials. And it's one of the things I don't think we realize. I think in today's modern society, we don't have the, the, the level of persecution that they had. We don't have people trying to hunt us down and kill us. I mean, we're talking about the Druids and, and even just the different tribes that would go after them for what they believed. But the thing is that when they were so close to the Father, there was so much power that came out of them. There was so much life that just oozed out of them. And sometimes just their very presence would change the hearts of men, would turn the heart of the most evil man. And... They walked in this incredible power with all these signs and wonders and miracles. But I believe it's because of the absolute reliance they had on God and the absolute respect and honor that they showed the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And it was like um, they just w were so reliant on him and absolutely needed him. And, and it was the way that they, they lived which gave them the power that... It's like they just knew if I don't, if God doesn't give me another breath, I'm dead. If God doesn't protect me, I'm dead. If God doesn't watch over me, I'm dead. If God doesn't fight my battles, I'm dead. And they had this absolute reliance and I, and I want that. I desperately long for it. And so pour out your hearts to God because he listens and he's a good, good God. Awesome. Bless you guys. Thank you.